0: Welcome to the Half Project Podcast, helping assist veterans every day, where we bridge the gap between the veteran community and the community at large. Thank you for tuning in. And we hope you enjoy. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the Half Project Podcast. I'm your host, Sean McKinnon, and today's guest is Vincent Bonelli. Hey, Vincent, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, Sean? Great, great. You're surviving all this COVID and the summertime here in Buffalo. <laughs> yep, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> all the heat that's kicking in Buffalo this summer, right? <laughs> oh yeah, all those eighty, ninety degree days. I know, right? All right, now, uh, Vincent, for the audience out there, let's um, let's just start with the beginning. So you're a Buffalo born and raised, right? Yep. But um, exp- explain to everybody what instruments do you play. Vocal. Go ahead and give them a little synopsis of what you do.
1: Yeah. So basically I'm a singer songwriter. Um, I play guitar. Uh, I sing. Um, I dabble in uh, piano and drums, a little bit of bass too. And, um, you know, I, uh, I produce my own stuff. I,
0: I song And that's, uh, that's what I love to do. Yeah. I've heard a lot of your stuff and you played for us too. So thank you for that. Yeah. yeah for the no, Hat Project for Songs for Vets with Noah Moses. Yeah. Shout out to him. Our last podcast guest, so we're doing this music series for a lot of you guys that are helping out. You know, with the and that I got to tell you that um, series on Facebook got a lot of feedback from active duty members, veterans out there who are trying to cope with COVID on top of other issues, and so they really dug your style too because you had like a kind of jazzy kind of style. So, what would yeah. you call your music? Actually, what style yeah. would you call? It?
1: Well, it's funny you say that I. I play a lot of different genres, but yeah, definitely jazz is a big one. Um, R&B, I do a little bit of like folk, you know, indie folk kind of stuff. So um, it's it's just a big
0: mix, but um, I love listening to everything. So. And that's great. I, I know those of us that are music aficionados, we're like, we can hear somebody like yourself and go, oh. Oh, let's see. I hear Vincent on this song kind of sounding rockish. I hear him on this song really doing some jazz. And you were telling me earlier, pre interview, that you um, were learning a lot of music at Matt's Music. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. When I was five, I started
1: um, taking uh, guitar lessons at Matt's Music, and uh, I stuck with them for quite a while. And, you know, then I, I moved on to a couple different teachers as well.
0: So. Great. So Matt's is in North Tonawanda for everybody out there. And I grew up going to Catholic grade school in North Tonawanda and, and uh, we'll get into the video in a few minutes that you shot. (laughs) Right. Yeah. At my old church. (laughs) But, um, so you're at, you're learning at Matt's, you have any musical influences in your family, your father play guitar, mother play guitar. What was happening when you were growing up that influenced you?
1: Well, my mom and dad, they actually don't play any instruments. Um, but they are music lovers and, um, I mean, my dad, you know, he would always play uh, a ton of different music in the car. And growing up, I would always listen to that. You know, the Eagles uh, was one thing I definitely remember. Carlos Santana. Um, he was into all that stuff. But um, my grandfather uh, actually played accordion and guitar in Italy. And oh, um, nice. he had like a trio there. And there's, cool. I think there's a photo online somewhere of him nice. with his band. It
0: might even be on my page. But yeah. <laughs> I love the old photos. I got one of my grandpa. Uh he's from Tanawanda originally and he was in World War 2, r- Merchant Marines stuff. It's kind of cool. I like them old photos. <laughs> now people try to make their now people try to add their filters to their photos to Yeah. like this, <laughs> right? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> so, um when you, when you when did you decide to start making your own music and writing and be, and putting a band together? Yeah, so
1: I started I mean, I started learning cover tunes probably when I was, uh, you know, 10, 11. And I think that was around the same time that I started writing my own music, too, when I could start, you know, actually playing chords and singing at the same time. It really kind of brought out a creative side of me that wanted to try to write my own stuff. So that's kind of how I started in. I mean, as far as like my first band goes, I think I started my first band. It was in... um,
0: it was probably when I was in middle school, like sixth grade, something like that. So. so where did you find your band members from? Did you pick from school or did you find some other places around town? How would you put that together? At the time, I had been taking lessons
1: actually at uh, Loose to Music. So they kind of had like a uh, a small band there that they were doing. Then, you know, a couple of the kids from there and me, we started our own little project as well. So that's... That's kind of how that started. They were
0: uh, around the same age as me, too. Oh, great. So, like a young band, huh? Like forming. You still use some of those guys? You stay in touch? Or has everything kind of been uh, different for the last few years? Well, we actually haven't uh, been in touch for a while.
1: But I've been kind of busy with some of my other projects. Um, I guess probably 2017-ish, I had started a John Mayer tribute band and that lasted for a while. Um, And so that was with uh, Gabe Puccio, who's a great drummer, and um, Avery Wiseman, uh, who plays bass. And eventually, um, I wanted to start kind of performing my own original tunes. So now, I usually play out with uh, my own group and usually go under like Vincent Pinelli Band so people can find us easily. And uh, we do original tunes. You know, that's with most of the time, it's usually like a trio. So John Evans on drums and uh, Avery Wiseman on bass.
0: But That's great. I remember when John Mayer came out years ago and I heard his pop stuff and I was like, well, I think there's more to him. And then sure enough, eventually they got to the trio and the trio is fantastic. I love the trio album. And then as everything else goes forth, as we know, heck, even Jason Moynihan was on stage. With um with John Mayer playing with Buddy Guy. That's a great video yeah. that I put out there where Jason takes over the horn soul. That's fantastic. But um so let me ask you real quick, what's your favorite John Mayer song? My favorite John Mayer song, oh mm-hmm. that's a tough one. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's funny, I I'm a big fan of the uh the Paradise Valley album. Yeah. I really like that. Currently I've been listening to On the Way Home by him. That's that's yeah. been my favorite as of now from John Mayer's selection, but it, it constantly
0: changes. So. It depends on your mood, right? Yeah. What time of the year, year in Buffalo?
1: Right.
0: Yeah. It's in your atmosphere is a cool kind of, when you did that live and your I love all that kind of style where he's playing. That's, I don't know. He, although his, although when he does a little Hendrix stuff too, it's not bad. Yeah. No, that's but a good DVD too. I love, um, I love that show. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. So, so who else would be like an influence as far as musicians? In your life.
1: Yeah. So obviously John Mayer, we talked about, he's, he's been a big one. The other uh, band that has really, I would say, inspired some of my songwriting is uh, Boney Ver. And they're like an indie rock group, but they're great. And the other person too is uh, Amos Lee. He's a great musician. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Oh yeah. 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 He's, he's got some great stuff. Pink Floyd I was into
0: for quite a while too and David Gilmore's playing has definitely influenced me. So you're like, you were into Floyd for a little bit, kind of moving through some of the classic rock kind of genre, right? So yeah. where did the jazz stuff come from? Like who do you listen to in jazz? Like I mean George Benson is definitely the guy
1: to listen yeah. to. I think he's been a big inspiration for me because of the way he blends at the time it was popular music and now we consider it probably like 80s or 90s or whatever it was like that disco pop kind of stuff so you know give me the night like things like that and then how he would incorporate you know those jazzy solos right into that music was just really cool so i mean he's he's a great guy that i love listening to charlie hunter oh yeah is another another other dude i got to meet him a couple times when he came to east aurora and for him influencing me, I would say definitely using the thumb to get
0: those bass notes and mm-hmm. yeah, and doing all that, which is cool. Um, you ever experimented or use the octaves a lot because you know you get your West Montgomery style and all that kind of stuff, right? right? Yeah, oh man, it's so cool! Yeah, doing a is I dig great that, too. gotta use the thumb. It's the only way you're yep. going to get that soft sound. You're going to get that nice sound in there, right? It's kind of subtle. Right. But, but um, yeah, I like Tadeshi Trucks, uh, Derek Trucks kind of stuff too, and slide. I don't know if you've done much slide. I haven't seen you play slide, though. Do you do that at all yet or no? Uh, yeah, I tinker in it a little bit, you know. I just, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I love
1: Derek Trucks. He's a great player. And, I mean, I try to incorporate some of his stuff without the
0: slide. Right. Um, but, yeah, he's he's definitely a great one for sure. I love when he takes it down during the songs. If you're live with him in a small venue, like I saw him at UB years ago, saw him on oh, Tulsa really? again, years ago, he'll take the sound down, down, down to like there's nothing playing in the middle of a song except for him, yeah. and like you can hear people like coughing around you and stuff, you know. And it's just like, and then back up. Woo! I'm like, yeah, and, cool. uh, yeah. The dynamics is. of that band are ridiculous. Yeah oh yeah over the top okay so anyway so there's some of your influences now how many um, singles have you put out how many albums have you been on already what's your past
1: Yeah, so um, as far as my discography goes, I guess, um, I mean, Lines was uh, my first album that was kind of like, you know, my first recorded stuff that I put out into the world, and uh, that was back in 2018. I did a a CD release party here in Buffalo for that, too, Um, and I mean, that's, you know, I'm really proud of that, That was something I worked really hard on, and, you know, I had some great people involved with that whole process, too, that really you know, pulled it together and made it happen. And, um, I mean, after that, so, uh, I did a live recording at that CD release party of an original called fresh air. And, um, there's a video online too. You can check that out, um, on my YouTube page, uh, me and my band did it live with like a six piece. So we had horns. It's really cool. Yeah. So I just released two, uh, my new single any day, um, that was in, uh, May, I'm having a, another single being released this month.
0: So. Awesome. The Any day was really good. I liked it. I, I think I even shared it. I think on my Facebook page. It's not my personal one. It was, yeah, it it was really cool. Yeah, no problem. I loved it. How do you get your inspiration for writing a song? Because I've seen interviews and heard interviews and talked to different people. Now, some people start with like a drum track. Some people, and I'm talking about guitarists like Keith Urban and them guys, like they'll start with a drum track and then start playing guitar over it. Other guys read some books, like a Mark Knopfler. I'm a big Mark Knopfler fan, and he'll read like a book on something about the starting of McDonald's. The guy that started all write a whole song called "Boom Like That" based on this book he read or something. You know what I mean? Or movie scores. So how do you like? if you're just do you have how do you come up with inspiration for writing songs
1: inspiration for writing songs uh can come from a lot of things i mean for me i usually try to take things that i experienced from my own life and things that my loved ones and friends and family have gone through i try to write about that too um because i mean one person can't cover everything that everyone's going through so yeah, um you know I, I i try to take inspiration from a lot of things and. Books are a great source too. I mean, sometimes like movies and other music that you listen to can really inspire you to write about something. That's, that's pretty much where it comes from.
0: All right. So now you've got the recording any day has been put out, right? Has that been released as a single too? now online? Where can people find it?
1: Yeah, so um, it's been released as a single. You can find it on my website. You can go to iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, pretty much any digital streaming service you want to, and it, it should be there.
0: So make cool. sure you check it out. Now, what you have? how many songs do you have released from this one so far? Because this is basically an album, and you're releasing singles, right? Right now, is that kind of how it's rolling? Yeah, so uh-huh.
1: uh, I released the Lions had eight tracks on it. Air was uh, one single, so that'd be nine. And then Any Day is now the 10th um, song I've released. Basically, what I'm doing is I'm planning on releasing a new album soon. I've been recording the songs, and uh, they're going along pretty well. But mm-hmm. what I'm doing is I'm releasing uh, singles. So Any Day is the first single for this new Album that's going to be coming out. I'm releasing another one called "Gone Again" uh, this month, and you guys should be seeing that. And
0: we uh, enjoy it too. Let's talk guitars for a second. Okay, Come on. I've got a lot of musicians listening out there from Tulsa to California. <laughs> First off, what what's your main guitar? Okay, so my main guitar, I use a Gibson Les Paul Standard.
1: I'm a Les Paul guy. I love the feel. That answers that question. Um, yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you a Strat or Gibson? Yeah. yeah I mean, okay. I, I play Strat and I, I play a telly and I okay. love those two. But it, it kind of depends on the style of music I'm playing. But most time I I reach for the Les Paul because that thing can pretty much cover anything I need it to do. So. And what year is your Les Paul? It's a uh, 2014. Nice. So. Did you get it brand new? Uh, it was actually used for two months. So. It nice. was like brand new shape. It just costs a little bit less. So, <laughs> so have you ever gotten rid of anything that you regret? I haven't really gotten rid of any guitars, um, and I mean, I don't know. Maybe I should, but like, I oh, I usually gosh. keep them because they're they're yeah. kind of my you know like my memories. Yeah. Um, There's more of an emotional attachment to them, so that's the one thing I always just don't do it. Catch. Don't
0: do it. At my age. 48 years young and don't do it. Cause you kind of regret yeah. it that. Just go make more money and buy a different one. Just right, have 12, exactly. Who cares? You know, nobody's going to care. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> if you pull up with a trailer, or you got a truck, you got a trailer just for your guitars, you can do whatever. What's your plans for the future as far as we going to try to put together a full, like a full band more, or you gonna keep a three piece, are you going to bounce between them. What are you going to try to do for next year or two?
1: Well, I actually already kind of bounced between the different stuff. But, you know, it just depends on the gig. I'm actually doing a four piece show soon um, at Soho and I'll be doing that. But for future plans, uh, I'm looking at going to college, um, something for music. And uh, I'm hoping to go into music business as a uh, major and, you know, do like music performance as a minor or something like that. You know, some production work, too. I'm hoping to do music full time when I get out of college. I'd love to,
0: you know, make a living off of that so all right so your future then are you gonna play solo too you said trios you got band pieces you're gonna do some solo work too maybe are you interested in that too
1: yeah i do solo um yeah i had a couple solo shows booked for this summer
0: unfortunately things didn't work out with uh, the current situation but play the card music's been tough for everybody out there right now but you know tell us about your recording ideas right now how how you go about recording right now I guess, uh, to
1: start off, I, I recently purchased, um, some recording gear in January. Um, it was, it was kind of a big jump for me. It was expensive, but I, I realized, you know, if I was gonna keep releasing my own music, I couldn't, I couldn't keep doing it at a studio because it would just cost much. So I figured, Oh, I'll spend the money once. And that way I'll have everything I need and I can record from home. And basically that's what I've been doing. So usually for, Recording the process that I use is I'll start off with a guitar track like the main rhythm guitar part. I lay that down, then I'll usually try to record vocals and get that done, and uh, then I'll go in add some more guitar stuff. You know, different extra rhythm parts here and there. Sometimes I'll blend an acoustic and electric together and play the same part, but pan them. And you know I'll add the guitar solo. Then I'll usually uh, send it over to uh, my drummer, and we'll have him come over, record his parts. I'll do bass next. You know, then from there I can add on keyboards, horns, um, you know, violins, uh, whatever, whatever I feel like. You know, Um, and (laughs) that kind of leads in, (laughs) yeah that all kind of leads into the production aspect of what I do too. And a lot of that is making those decisions, whether or not to, you know, add in those different parts and making sure that the mus- music still remains
0: tasteful and true to what it's original form was as well. Right. At your age, like doing all that, it's fantastic. You get a few more years, even more under your belt. Um, you know, you'll not only be doing it for yourself, but I have a feeling you'll be doing it with others and for others. That's a great thing.
1: Yeah, that's the goal, too. I mean, you know, doing that stuff and helping others has also been a big part of it, because um, that's kind of how you can continue to make some money on the side as well and uh, support, you know, not only what other musicians are doing, but, you know, keep supporting what you're doing, too.
0: Yeah. Keep that train rolling. Right. Yeah. Keep yeah, it going. Just keep cooking, man. In my experience at 48 years old now i um, looking back and talking to a lot of younger guys in college years ago, helping teach as a grad assistant undergrad and having office hours and talking to younger people. I find it like the younger people that have a diversity. So for your, for your situation they have a diversity in genres, diversity in musicianship, dealing with lots of different people, they tend to like do well as time goes on. And it's like, you talked about John Mayer earlier and John Mayer is like a fantastic example of that. Oh, on, yeah. on the, I mean, if you just get, if you just put yourself in a box And say, well, I'm only doing bluegrass.
1: And I'm only playing
0: with these two people. You know, it's like you end up putting yourself, right? And then all of a sudden, 10 years later, you're burned out and you hate everybody or something, God forbid. And and then, you know, like I see guys like yourself and I love it because, you know, you're willing to probably listen to a few new things. You're probably willing to play with a few new people. Maybe if your drummer comes in and says, you hey, dude, maybe I can add this little thing. You know, you probably want to go, let's give it a shot, right? Yeah, no. I'm,
1: I, I always try to keep an open mind because, like you said, you know, suggestions have a huge impact. I mean, one of my songs from my last album, uh, Nightmares, it's called, and it kind of started out as this slow, you know, very slow kind of rock song. It's funny, I brought the drummer in and we started doing some practices and all of a sudden... You know, he just added a whole new feel to the tune. It was like nice. I said originally a slow rock tune, ended up being this kind of upbeat funk, you know, rock song, like a mix of different
0: things. It it turned out for the better. So Yeah. Never know, right? Where, what turns or twists can come about and end up making something better and then hindsight's twenty twenty and you look back and I go, Yeah, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> 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 yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you look back. Yeah, and go, yeah. How did that happen? When you're being honest with yourself, you're like, "Oh yeah, that did kind of go a little sideways, but whatever, yeah. turned out good." Yeah,
1: it changed for the better. And change
0: you know, for the, the better. got to hey, look at it. It's like a song, man. Come on now. <laughs> Although there is a Journey song, "Change for the Better." I'm a big Journey fan. Oh know, yeah, not not just Journey. Actually, like Neil Sean's solo careers is Narada years. Where he did jazzy new age stuff, his solo. Stuff. But anyways, played with Sammy Hagar in the eighties. Anyway, I'm oh, yeah. revealing, revealing my age. Yeah. really want to listen to some crazy rock, listen to the Hagar Neil Sean stuff. It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. Not just um, not just Van Hagar. <laughs> 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 as, as people my age fight over who who's better, the regular Van Halen or Van Hagar. You know. Yeah. Well, Who'd you if like he my you dad, liked, He might say Hagar. He really likes Sammy Hagar. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I got into them, actually. Even though I heard it all growing up, "Running with the Devil," all that kind of stuff, and Panama was awesome. But I really kind of caught it at that 1984 album, and then into the Van Hagar. But, anyways, right, and yeah. then oh, we can always ask the proverbial question right now: Are you ready for this, Vincent? Oh boy! Okay. Who is the best guitarist of all time? <laughs> well,
1: I have an opinion. But Go ahead. It's, we got, we got. Come on. and after a lot of consideration i have determined that um Jimi hendrix i think mm-hmm. is the one
0: that um, right.
1: i would say because of his
0: influences cool. on many other guitarists too so that's There's uh, no, not a bad answer it's one of the top three answers out there that people kind of throw around right yeah <laughs> Yeah, Santana, Jimi Hendrix, Eric Clapton. Yeah, Santana's great too. Santana's great too. All right, so um, we're going to wrap up this portion by you just kind of giving a little infomercial right now. Go ahead and tell us yeah. for comments your sing- what's your plan for the next year or two. Here's here's the breakdown. So I released any day. That's going to be the uh, the first single
1: that I'm releasing for the new album. I'm okay. releasing another single uh, this month. So keep an eye out for that. Um, there will be one more single after that, and then I'm going to release the full album. So that should be coming within the next year. Uh, so yeah, just make sure you keep an eye out for that. My, you know, as far as the infomercial goes, <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> how yeah. do we find it? How much? You know, where do they get? It? Is it? All, where's the best place to go? Would you say you want If they had to go to one place to kind of find all this out there, the listeners, where would they? Where would they go? i would say uh apple music and spotify are probably the top two that that
1: people are going to use so make sure you check that out uh, apple music spotify will be on there okay. and uh make sure you also go to my website too because uh i might have some cool videos and whatnot there for you
0: to check out so um, probably website would be best for people a little bit older like myself probably just go to the website your website will have the links right and all that kind of stuff yeah right? alright you yep. gonna sell merch? You gonna sell merch? I got like oh yeah, I got just t-shirts. have some t-shirts. We'll, we'll trade t-shirts.
1: <laughs> yep, yep. We already got some t-shirts too. So if you're interested, make sure you uh, head over uh, to my website and send me an email. And we can we can get some t-shirts, some CDs out to you. All
0: right, Vincent. I really appreciate your time here. I appreciate your music that you're doing. I dig the videos. Um, I just want to encourage you to keep it up, keep it up, brothers. A lot of us out there not only enjoy them, but for us, it's great to be able to see progression. So to watch somebody like yourself, and as the years go on, right, mm-hmm. see where you're yeah. going. So thank you so much, yeah. No Ron, thanks for helping out with the Half project, Vince. I really check. I really, I really want to tell you about there. Check out his videos on the Hat Project Facebook page and see what he did with the uh, videos for bats. That was good stuff, brother. And we hope to have you come back out for that too some more. Okay. Of course, man. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Vincent. And stay on the line. Okay. Anybody you want to give a shout out to before we hang up? Big thanks to my mom and dad for always supporting me. Heck yeah, brother. I got four kids. <laughs> I know how that goes. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Vincent. Just hold tight. And I'll get back to you in a second. Okay. The HAB Project, helping as veterans every day, was founded with the intentions of helping local veterans through donations, Thank you to Dr. Wendy Weinstein for her support of the Have Project podcast. Dr. Weinstein has been in private practice for 20 years. She is a board-certified psychiatrist who treats most illnesses, including depression, PTSD, bipolar disorder, and anxiety. She's conveniently located downtown at 631 Delaware Avenue. Her contact number is 716-362-1210. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Find us on Facebook. Please check out our new website at www.thehaveproject.com. Any questions, concerns, or comments can be emailed to haveveteranproject at gmail.com.